Clash of Champions podcast and shady us. <laughs> Man, it's Blake doing the damn thing. WWA. It's good job. Yo, Clash of Champions felt like a transitional show a little later on in the day. So uh I had some more time to think about the results of the show. And um it was a it felt like it felt like a safer show, you know, as far as entering. And it was definitely uh, pushing more of the storylines forward. I think that was uh, the major takeaway for me. And, hey, it, it was a, it, for what it was, it was a good show. In my opinion, I wasn't um, upset with any of the outcomes. It went out the way to, you know, try to make sure the storylines were noticed. You know, with how, um, you know, all of the build-up to the matches for this event have been uh, taking place thus far throughout the month or like what five weeks anyway um opened up the show well the kickoff had uh drew gulak let's say dorado and umberto carrillo going at it for the cruiserweight championship uh it was a good match first of all it's getting you know for what it is but the the finishing the finish was a little bit uh off just with uh the you know, Dorado's shoulder being up. I wasn't upset with it, but it's like if we're trying to, you know, make it look good, then these things have to happen. This is nobody's fault, you know. It's just, you know, going along with, uh, you know, like with the time allotted and all the rest of that. So for what it was worth, like I thought it was a good match. Uh, Drew Gulak retaining. Uh, it looks good for him. It's good for the division. Or well, at least let's just say it's good for the championship. We'll see what happens with uh, the show with all of these upcoming changes, but um, I'm definitely uh, I'm I'm all right with how these guys could position, potentially be positioned in the near future. So uh, that was that. Next up, we had uh, well next to the awesome kickoff panel with uh, you know, nice nice little. Uh, ideas on certain events and well parts of the uh, event and you know commentary and such like that but uh we had uh, aj styles united states champion taking on uh cedric alexander hometown crowd loved him it was uh great to hear him receive that reception and uh although he lost that match and you know post-match beatdown it was uh i believe this is really the beginning of a great opportunity for him it got sympathy with the crowd you know of course being hometown and anybody that was watching uh from whatever service or platform they were watching from it you know i think this definitely might uh you know really position him as a recognizable star in the company so storyline with these guys could you know go further and if it does uh I'm pretty sure it'll be very interesting <laughs> so uh shouts to aj and set a or set had a great uh opening but aj definitely just hit him hard you know and the experience really just factored in a lot so it was a good uh opportunity for set and uh, you know great showing for uh the oc and itself so uh, i wasn't mad at that at all all right the tag team match with uh well for the tag team championships with seth and braun taking on uh robert and Dolph Ziggler. Let's get this very, very clear. I think Ron is uh, 
He's going to be a staple of the company. All the things that this man can do and he's shown he's capable of at at his size. And I don't even want to bring that up. He, I mean, he is huge, you know, but either way, it's like, wow. You know, he really, I would say if I was one of those big guys, I would really be, uh, I would just be inspired to try to be like that. Because he's, uh, he looks like the, uh, not even beyond looks, just with in-ring capability and the rest of it. He looks like he, uh, with the proper uh, training, he can be the epitome of what all big superstars should thrive to be. And, you know, the coming years with all these awesome changes that are happening, you know, enhancements and upgrades and such like that. So, uh, you know, it takes a little bit more to be able to sell a match. You know, I, and that's just what I've been learning. So peeping how... You know, it was the stop and start pushes, you know, so says everyone else with Braun. It's, uh, hey, we're going to see how his promo skills continue to develop as time uh, goes forward. I'm I'm interested to see how he continues to develop as a character. And, uh, hey, he's a monster, you know, so it's not just, you know, it could be a maybe calm demeanor here and there, but. If he's supposed to be like, you know, this giant, you know, scary guy, when it is decided that he gets that mega push again, you know, it's, uh, I think uh, right now it's just, I I believe in Braun Strowman. I want him to, I want him to succeed because it's, uh, we need a big guy that, you know, is very respected. There are plenty, and we'll get into that as the show progresses along, or as we progress through the show. But yeah, just wanted to get that off with Braun Strowman. Like, shouts to you, man. Uh, excellent work last night. Either way, new tag champs. Seth in there is looking like Seth doing his thing, like always. And um, <laughs> shouts to the Tope Suicida, but that was all the way in the main event. But um, yeah, we got some uh, excellent stuff from all four. Uh, Ziggy and Root, I think that we're going to potentially get some some good... These guys might be the ones to put the tag team division back on the map. We'll see. But I like them because they both they both got the in-ring capability. They both can... Uh, I, I, they know how to do the promos. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now it's just making, you know, interesting enough for the crowd to really get behind as far as uh, these tag team championship matches go. So all in all, I thought it was a good match. I wasn't upset at how it all went. These guys were, again, it was a safe and transitional show moving things forward. This doesn't take away from the importance of the show, but, you know, it isn't. It, 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 well, it was just the way everything was coming off. It looked like it was uh, just supposed to push the storylines forward. So uh, we didn't get to see the tag champs go at it for the Universal Championship, but them losing off uh, Braun pushing and, Pushing, uh, who is it? Ziggy or Rude and bumping into Seth and then blaming Seth for it. It it was, uh, you know, they could have went the other angle, but they decided to go that one. Not against it. Don't really. It was like, okay, they just, you know, add a little bit more fuel to that match, I guess. And hey, if this is what sells it or this is what, you know, got interest in it, all right, fine. Because that was definitely in a a part that the, part of the, what WWE online internet wrestling community universe you know we're feeling and eh, you know get over it 
You know, it's a, it was an alright match either way. You know, now y'all see that like next time we won't need to use the tag team championships to make this match uh, something great. But we did get new tag team champions that can potentially be a really good team together. And, you know, now we know that Seth and Braun, are, you know, can potentially work very well in the ring together. So, uh, you know, excellent. I thought it was a good match. I thought it was a good uh, idea to switch the titles, you know, wasn't against it. And, uh... Was, that was good. You know, we move forward with the show. I believe it was the women's championship match next with Bailey and Charlotte. Yeah, look, man, Bailey, uh, doing the heel tactics. You know, it's it, <laughs> it's something that we've all wanted to see in the character. It's so funny for me because I just didn't expect to see all of these. <laughs> you know, like the, the heel tactics. You know, like you want to see how it's gonna work. So to see it happen, I think Bailey did excellent. You know, uh, the on the the, uh, the turnbuckle thing. It's like, man, if I want, I want to almost go back. I was mad because he's watching it live, and it's like, was the camera on Bailey with that? Like, you could, you know, Bailey was in the corner doing something, but it's like you don't think that she's. It was just really, really good stuff. That was a nice little element to add to the match. The people in the crowd were, eh? you know, so I, oh man, it was just good. So the crowd, oh, let's call, talk about the Charlotte crowd real fast. The Charlotte crowd were great in the opening, but then got burnt out. And that was something that I was hoping that would not happen. You know, like they, they were totally excited for it all, but then they just, you know, wear themselves out. So maybe the people across the country that are listening to this can, uh, you know, think about that a little more often with the show. Like uh, save your energy or conserve it. But all in all, uh Bailey and Charlotte didn't go too long. Uh, and Charlotte was seemingly, uh, I think she had the momentum. And Bailey, uh, she was, uh, you know, in the corner and the ref had to break it up. It was all just good stuff. And by the time Charlotte got back to it, got sent down to the bottom turnbuckle post. Like, wow. Bailey yeah, won the championship at high tail. It's out of there. You know what I'm still upset about, though? And I think it's something that we all kind of just got to deal with. I wish that it would change but at the same time i don't control it so it's whatever boy oh boy everybody got what they wanted out of bailey with this heel turn but she still got this happy ass music get a get a magic marker get some spray paint and paint the bailey buddies black make them with the angry faces i don't know you know something and and this is not me complaining about it i think it's just venting about it (laughs) Oh, man. Bailey, tell him. Unless you like your song still and your colorful Bailey buddies. It's your call. But either way, um, yeah, uh, it was a good match. Bailey moved out of there so fast, just ran out of there with the title. It was great. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it moved the story forward. I think it definitely can. If these, if these ladies wanted to go at it again, you know, it wouldn't be, uh, I don't, I wouldn't be upset about it. You know, it je- definitely just draws more intrigue, which I said, it it adds to, you know, all of the storylines moving forward. So good match. Good match. I, we didn't even get to see a Charlotte Moon. So, and that was when I was like, all right, yeah, no, this, everybody's just taking it easy tonight. It's okay though. It's okay. So, uh, SmackDown tag team championships on the line next with, New Day taking on the Revival. Boy, 
which is gonna wash the slate clean with the wild card rule, man? Because mm-hmm. it's just being uh. Pardon me. Sorry about that. So a new day revival go ahead. Pardon me. And it was um you know, it was a good match. We knew these guys was gonna put on. Uh Woods knee was still hurt off the attack, wasn't hundred percent. It kinda makes things uh interesting for when they do have like a one on one. Well not one on one, but a, you know, tag team match where everyone is at hundred percent. So um we'll definitely see uh if these guys can uh, you know, Bogey Woods could get back to 100%, but it was uh, definitely uh, good stuff in ring. Uh, Shadow Machine outside the Big E. You know, Woods and he was still hurt, so it wasn't too much they were going to be able to do. They had the submission on him, put the knee on it. Woods had to tap inside, you know what I mean? Like, it's all good. So now, oh, and we see the Dip Revival was definitely, you know, rocking with Randy. So, okay, fine. You know, not against it. It's a seemingly good idea, and it can uh, it can work for uh, these guys to you know get to that level. Uh, you know that it would be uh, you know I mean these guys are definitely a respected tag team, but it'll get them to the next level. I think I should say that makes a little more sense. So uh, good stuff, and um, yeah, good matchup. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship, well Women's Tag Team Champion SmackDown. Pardon me. The women's tag team championships were on the line. Uh, it was a good match. You know, Lex Bliss, Nick Cross, Fire and Desire. They went in there. I was excited to see how they were going to be able to, uh, you know, work together. And uh, you know how we do it, man. Practice makes perfect. So, uh, you know, yeah, we all have to practice uh, what we preach when it comes to that, too. I think uh, it was a – what was it? The, the finishing – was cool with uh, Nikki hitting the finisher and uh, just picking up the victory over her, Mandy. So Mandy trying to uh, show off a little bit more of that power. Very cool, because if she stayed ass in the gym, man, she could really be something else. This is beyond just, you know, how she looks jokes and all the rest of that, because I think she really should go hard. She's going to pull that, you know, I'm more beautiful than you angle. Like, oh, she had the love of Kayla Braxton with an eyebrow line. Like, whoa. <laughs> Jeez, take it easy. But no, that's actually uh, potentially really good stuff, especially in uh, what is it 2019. So we could have uh, some uh, very, very uh, compelling storylines added. They don't need to always be like, oh, I'm beautiful, she's ugly stuff, because that was and received. You can see how sensitive, uh, you know, that part of the culture has become. But yeah, I I liked. I liked it. I thought that um, I thought that the match went well with all things considered. You know, they uh, they 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 worked about as hard as they could, and nobody really hurt each other. So um, it was somewhat impactful. Mandy's strength was uh, uh almost verbal focal point. You know, but you could see that she was putting a little bit more power into her moves with just the lifts and all the rest of that. So it's like, wow, very, very good. You know, like, I, it, it was good. So uh, Lex Bliss, Nikki Cross, retain. And, um, yeah, it was a good match. 
IC title up on the line next. The Miz challenged Shinsuke Naka Continental <laughs> uh, for the championship. Miz trying to uh, make history, break some records, and uh, that didn't necessarily go according to the plan. Uh, Sami Zayn attempted to get involved. Neck brace element from chokes from the choke slam on SmackDown was pretty funny, <clears throat> and um. It was a, you know, it was a good match for the most part. We had Miz uh, being a lot more aggressive in the ring. Uh, Shinsuke, they didn't catch too, too much strong style with him that time around. I think he was trying to take it easy, but he, we already know what he is totally capable of when he starts throwing those for real, for real. But, um, yeah, this again has to element like, all right, this is a fairly uh, safe show. Like, the hits look hard, you know what I mean? And... It's what it is. Like, nobody wants to injure anybody. I mean, obviously, that's all. It's always, like, the goal. Like, we don't try and keep be as safe as possible, you know. But there's some uh, events where those hits are very hard. Like, you really make sure appreciate, you know, like these guys putting their bodies on the line each and every week, you know. So I wasn't upset about them uh, taking it a little easier uh, this time around. And even, like, the Miz being a little more aggressive and, you know, taking that, you know, it was good. It was good just passing it along just with, you know, the more, just more, I'm personally learning about it, you know, and understanding, you know, the stuff that goes into it. So, good match. Um, uh, Shinsuke retains off of what, the King, the King, I think King shots on the, on the ropes while Miz was distracted by Sami Zayn. Ha, huh. that's interesting. And, um, you know, it was good stuff. So, uh, oh no, Shinsuke retains him and Sami Zayn continue to, uh, you know, uh, gel. We'll see how that goes. And I think leading into uh, the next event was Hell in a Cell. We got some uh, really good stuff coming with these two. Like, we could have a very interesting uh, story built with that. We'll see, though. We will see. All right. Roll with Miss Championship on the line next. Uh, Sasha Banks challenging the man, Becky Lynch. Can the boss do it when she just gets back? I thought that, uh, I thought that both of them really, really got the ball and ran with it, you know? Like, that was, that was what the goal of the match was. I, I don't want to say match of the night, but I've heard, you know, small rumblings of that. I'm pre- I haven't really been, uh, checking into too many sources since the show, but, that was one that I have heard. They, you know, did their thing. They went all around the arena. You know, uh, it, you don't want to wear that out too much, but to let the ladies go first and go ahead and do that, you know, we still have, excuse me, we still have like a no disqualification match coming. It was like, all right, cool. And we'll get into the rest of that just with how everything evened out. And why it was okay for this part with them going, you know, into the crowd and fighting up the concourse and all of that, like, they have a beef they haven't fought in years, you know, and it was uh, it was just real good, uh, good chemistry somewhat, you know, with them getting back in the ring together after that long. So I think that they might be able to really give us another one with those two. Becky, oh, Becky got fine, hit a ref with the chair. Man, but Sasha's the one to introduce the chair, you know, good stuff. Uh, you know, uh, taking the page out of the 
great Eddie Guerrero's playbook. So, I mean, it was all good stuff that went on in the match. You know, Becky was on top of it. Try, they were both going back and forth trying to get their uh, submission maneuvers in. And I really enjoyed uh, just the match in general. I have no favorites. <laughs> you know, I had no pony in the race. Whatever the story was going to be, it was going to be. And nobody winning. Well, Becky, uh, well, excuse me, Sasha winning by disqualification or Becky hitting the ref. You know, though it was like never like officially uh know bell on that it did make perfect sense with how things had to go so i was not upset about it it's nobody had to lose there nobody looked weak at all you know at least in my opinion i think uh becky looked like a badass and sasha looked like she could definitely still hang so i definitely enjoyed that match and uh it was good stuff so let's move to the next one all right wwe championship match next with kofi versus randy Hey, it was what it was. You know, Randy Smooth in the ring, man. I I didn't know who had the momentum going in. I mean, Kofi had a little bit of it, but leading up to the whole event, he had been losing to Randy. So I think this was a victory that was really for Kofi. You know, I, I followed the match. I was just going along with how the match was going to be, you know, it, how it was going to turn out and how these guys were able to tell their story. And they were able to a lot of heavy spots, you know. They they, they went in and did their thing, you know. Is uh, two separate styles, and you know they really just they they went in and they left it in the ring, you know. Like there was there wasn't no holding back in that match, you know. And it's like I would assume a healthy respect there, you know, just as you know professionals, gentlemen, and such like that. But I mean. They went in there and they definitely had a very good match, in my opinion. It did. It wasn't supposed to be the Razzle and Dazzle because the W, excuse me, the WWE Championship. Of course, there's glitz and glam that come with it, but no, it's about you know what one is willing to do to attain it and maintain it. So, you know, Kofi went in. Randy, had, you know, great RKO. Talk about out of nowhere. They they just really smoothed that one in. Again, Randy was, I guess, too fatigued to truly continue with it. So he had to, uh, he was laid out for a minute just off so being tired, couldn't get the pin all the way or whatever, and tried to. And Kofi was, uh, he had good ring positioning, so he got his foot on the bottom rope. And, but all in all, out of nowhere, again, just a little while later, Trouble in Paradise kick came out of nowhere. It's really just, you know, good stuff between the two. We were all trying to see how this was going to turn out. Randy seemed like the, uh, the the biggest threat to his WWE championship to date. So to see him be able to pull that out one-on-one, no extra shenanigans with the, you know, other, you know, with the revival and such like that. It was just one-on-one. I thought it was good stuff. Kofi retained. I, you know, I was, you know, that's impressive. Randy Orton is, you know, Randy Orton, 13 times. He's gone for 14 times. But we'll see if this rivalry continues or if, uh, you know, they move forward. Kofi uh, looked at this as a win that validated him as a WWE champion because, obviously, we've had the storyline built to now, so we don't even need to continue trying to circle on that. I thought it was a good match. Congratulations to Kofi Kingston for retaining and, uh, you know, Best of luck with uh, I like I already we already know we ready, so we see how it goes. Street profits, 
Booker T segment. I would give the Street Profits nine pay-per-views. Fun, nice little, just that event energy. They was there for it. People seem to really enjoy it. Charlotte uh, looked like they were happy with it. And uh, King Booker segment, for me, moved it up to a 9.7, personally. King Booker, in there, and uh, it was just very, very comical. You know, they had, it was all great moments for all three of them to work together. You know, it, who, who knows, maybe this could start up that little Legends thing with uh, Random Legends, or, you know, seeing what the Street Profits is about and jumping into session or segments and such like that just to add another really uh, cool element to it for whenever... Uh, you know, these guys are on NXT TV or whatever and do eventually maybe transition to the main roster, but we'll see. Either way, I thought it was a cool segment. It's funny stuff backstage. 9.7 for me. Not upset about it at all. All right, so now on to this universe. Wait, wait, stop. Pause. Was that the main event? I thought that was the main event. We're going to chill out for a second. Let's get into uh, Roman Reigns and uh, Eric Rowan. Good match. Heavy heavy hits these guys literally threw it at each other think that it was good all elements that one would want to see with two big guys going at it Roman can move in my opinion think he proved himself now throw him in there with some uh other regular guys and make him a brute because that's what he is and he did now Roman started getting the upper hand and man oh man when he goes running down that aisle for the spear. And out of nowhere comes uh, what, Harper. And the crowd was just as shocked as everyone else. No one knew where he came from. Everyone went crazy. Rightfully so. I think that uh, I think that is just a good look. You know? You don't can't you can't put words to too much of this anymore. So yeah, it was very good. I think that uh, I think I'm just we're, we're glad to see that these guys, you know, are back together in so many tenses. You know, now this sets up some space for Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan to work together. So that's good for Rome. You know, as far as some of the crowds, I'll say this and we'll close out on that for that match in general, just because this is good. Now things have taken another interesting turn. But Charlotte crowd for me. Everyone wanted to boo Roman for a while, and there was one guy in the front row. Guess what? Of course, there are going to be more people to do it. They pay their hard money to do it. That's fine. Roman Reigns fans and his detractors were definitely seen in that one guy and in all the people around him that said, oh, yeah, we see you booing. And as soon as Rome turned and looked at everybody and all that stuff, People went crazy just to outshine all of those lame, lame boos. So I respect it a whole bunch. I enjoyed uh, that match. The Harper part was crazy and a uh, good match. So now with the Universal Championship and my man uh, Seth Rollins taking on, was it, Braun Strowman? It was a excellent match. The splash is probably one of the moves that literally stole the show. Uh, it landed perfectly. Seth sold it beautifully. I mean, how hard could it be, right? But um, definitely good stuff. Very happy to see that uh, you know Seth was able to retain the pedigree through that in, and uh, it was funny. 
It made it was uh it was good stuff, good adds to the match. It doesn't make Braun look weak at all, in my opinion. I think uh yeah, maybe we did see things a certain way with how, you know, Braun was portrayed in the early part and you know how he is now. But all in all, I do think that Braun Strowman is uh he did not look bad in defeat at all, in my opinion. So good stuff. Uh, good show. Oh, and then Seth heads up the aisle way. Oh, boy. Because it's already been given away, they didn't uh, press on it too, too much. But at the very end, out comes, well, out goes the lights. Everybody goes crazy. Bray Wyatt come out in the fiend. When he hit Sister Abigail, had his little happy moment on the floor. Like, that shit, like he was laughing. That part there. It's just one of, like, he was already gold, so now he's really, really gold. And it just, we'll just see how he's uh, positioned moving into the event, but I've got a, a good feeling that he's going to, It's the, the mystique will still be there, <laughs> you know, once uh, Hell in a Cell comes rolling around. So, uh, all in all, that was Clash of Champions 2019. I enjoyed the show. I'm not going to give it a rating or anything like that. I'm not going to give it great but i definitely enjoyed it i thought it was cool uh draft coming up with uh smackdown live and um nxt tv what is that this week on usa network so uh awesome progress made uh for the company and now we're gonna see exactly how uh all of this stuff begins to play out shout out to everybody bringing the podcast each and every week i'll catch you guys tomorrow for monday monday night raw uh, recap and review. Peace.